Hello and welcome to another episode of Who's He, the Doctor Who podcast with me, Phil. Me, Paul. Me, Tony. Good evening, everybody. Hey, Tony's back. After a, how many weeks is it now? About 400 weeks at 400 least. weeks at least, yes. He's back. He is back with a vengeance. So how you been keeping? Tony? you watching Who lately? No, I, was... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Well, I don't mind it. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. I'll catch up with him. Nothing changes, does it? No. Nothing changes. I think because Seb don't, Seb don't like it anymore because he thinks uh, Matt Smith's ugly. So, uh, oh, I like that David Tennant, she said to me. Oh, oh he's nice. And, oh, Eccleston oh, is lovely. But the latest one doesn't like him at all. Oh, dear. Like it's so shallow. It is. So shallow. very shallow, isn't it? She never actually was following the episodes at all. No, that's it. Oh, he does look, does look nice, you know. <laughs> you have to start getting out the William Hartnell DVDs. That <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh dear. He's all debonair and suave. Oh dear. Well, as promised last week, this is hopefully first of two podcasts this weekend. Um, this is our monthly audio commentary. Um, and then hopefully tomorrow uh, we'll be able to do our review of The Almost People. So that's, uh, that's for another day, obviously. So for today's um, episode, we've selected an old one, haven't we? Yes. It's an old one. It is a William Hartnell story, uh, The War Machines. Um, I don't really know if it's actually a well-regarded story or not. Not from not what I've seen of it anyway. It's, it's not that... I wouldn't know personally. No, you wouldn't, know. Um, it's interesting, say the least. Um, probably yet a, an, another example of them trying to find the new Daleks. Um, and oh, fade. Daleks in this one? No, there's no Daleks in it, but I think... Cybermen? No Cybermen. No. No, you have the war machines, um, which are, how can I put it, poor imitations of the Daleks. That oh, was really? that was the, that's always happened, they're always poor they imitations. They come back in the 90s on Robot Wars. <laughs> <laughs> very, very similar. <laughs> yes, it is very similar to Robot Wars. So, <laughs> so here we go. Um, <clears throat> so, if everyone's... Ready? There's, no, there's nothing else to uh, nothing else to add. So, um, so everyone at home, uh, switch off your phones, dim the lights, um, mug of cocoa, mug of cocoa. Put in your favourite slippers and fill your pipe up with your favourite tobacco. Shag, shag, yes. And um, here we go. Um, we're about to press. Oh, we're about to press play. Okay. In five, four, three, two, one, and play. Mm. Bit of a delay. Here we go. Got a few questions about Mr. Hartnell's happens. Oh yeah, go on. If he's from Gallifrey, how comes he's a grandfather? Well, he has a family. How? Well, they do procreate. It's an alien. Well, they still do it, don't they? <laughs> has he got two of them? <laughs> Hearts, I mean. <laughs> he can't help himself, can he? The war machines. Very. Futuristic, the writing there. It's very sort of K9 writing, actually. Uh, London, 1962. <laughs> I don't know what that sound is supposed to represent. It's like the beginning of Danger Mouse. <laughs> Home and in. Crumbs, chief! <laughs> yes, the... Actually, Bedford Square, somewhere I know quite yeah. Oh, yes. Bedford Square. Now, this companion here, Tony, in case you, you probably won't know, is um, Dodo, 
one of the most least regarded companions oh. probably in, in the uh, in the series history. I won't be the one to mention is she a kid from outer space or something like that? No, no, <laughs> she's she's meant to be from well, then contemporary London. more windy now they're in the studio there than it is yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> it was outside for the outside filming and the nice photograph background behind them there yeah so this is a question you was asking the other week well the other month time wasn't it is why don't people <laughs> oh policemen just walk by there as well yes. yeah About the last time this was relevant. <laughs> yes. Set <laughs> the post office tower. Yeah, and it's topical for its day. Yeah. Should it be turning round at the top there with the restaurant? No jokes about giant kittens as well. As if I would. Yes. <laughs> this is socialist. Uh, Leaning's coming out here. He knew it was going to be privatised. Taxpayers' money to build it. So it's going to be given to, given to shareholders. <laughs> and that's what, he's, that's what he's complaining about. Yeah. <laughs> Don't blame him. The establishment. Oh, that doctor. <laughs> I'll be back outside again. And stock photo. Stock actor. Yes. <laughs> I, I recognise him. He looks familiar. Uh, and there we have... Lulu. No, Annika Wilkes. Oh. Who was... Um, well, you'll find out what happens at the end of the story, Tom. We won't spoil it for you. Okie dokie. However, what I will say is Annika Wills is married to Michael Goff. Was. Michael was married to Michael, <laughs> I should say, yes. Michael Goff was actually in an earlier story of Doctor Who, The Celestial Toymaker. Ah. And... Do you know what? I'm going to use some of my uh, Doctor Who knowledge. Well, yeah. Only very limited, very limited. Yeah. But is that one of the missing episodes? Yes, it is. Yes, it is one of the missing episodes. Yes, well... One thing we must explain to everyone home, we were trying to refrain Tony from banging on the I, table. I've got a bad habit of doing that. Yeah. <laughs> we just tried to refrain him from banging on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit wiser. Go make the tea. <laughs> <laughs> What's a computer? You silly little thing. Come with me. <laughs> Just wait for it to say that. Oh, oh you are a dear, sweet little thing. <laughs> it's a convenient globe. It's a globe, yeah. not, yeah. not a computer. <laughs> Here we keep the drinks. Oh, the racing page. <laughs> <laughs> I would still like to know, though, how he actually just waltzed into the post office tower up to the, this high oh, security this is, computer this area. Is was, this is what I was going to... This is what I was thinking. Because... Nowadays they'd debut it by the psychic paper, wouldn't they? Yeah. But that but didn't turn up till um Christopher Eccleston. No, Troughton, I think, had did, some. Did he? Yes. Ooh. It was given to him by the Time Lords. Oh well any if anyone out there can um can actually confirm that but for cer- us. Certainly not. Um Hartman. 
Well, I think it's one of those things. He just he he looks authority because he was an old man, and back then it was sort of very much if you were old, therefore you were a person of authority. Absolutely. But that doesn't excuse what happens later, which I'll get to. When yes, we get to. yes, when we get to it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Always oh, twiddling knobs. Damned if I know. Still trying to work it out. <laughs> oh, the days of teletypers. <laughs> this reminds me of Grandstand in the 70s. <laughs> the final scores are coming. <laughs> come out, yeah. Arsenal Hart- 1. <laughs> Hartlepool 2. <laughs> <laughs> It's their goal difference. Yeah. <laughs> it's near enough. But it's only a great computer, near enough. Frank Spencer working one of these, uh, one of the episodes, as I recall. What's that, sorry? Frank Spencer working in a room like this. <laughs> Spill tea and coffee work. More than likely. Yeah. So they never explain this, do they? How it knows. No, never. Technology for you. Yes, how would it know that? Presume it's some sort of, say it's some sort of telepathic link between her and the computer. She told it the answer. Uh, Could be. Uh, see, there she goes now. Is she a telepath? No. But the computer is evil. Ah, uh, the men speak over here, and the well, ladies go to make the tea. <laughs> Must be a virus in there or something or a worm. <laughs> Hasn't got the latest Windows security update. <laughs> That's what it is. Norton. Hasn't got Windows. He's just got yeah. photographs. That's his problem. <laughs> Wouldn't happen. Hey! Hey, you groovy cats! <laughs> Middle aged men cutting a rug. <laughs> Obviously, probably more bopping about. <laughs> in, in, in the background, they should have been celebrating. I don't know. This, I, I was going to say in the background, George Best is pouring champagne over that, that tower of glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, it's another one of those tunes. What is it? Uh, exactly. So the three of us got, but just explain. The three of us got a bit of a personal quest to try and f- track down this this kind of music that's always played in party scenes groovy and party groovy scenes. party scenes. You can never buy it anywhere. Some might argue, why would you? Hey, hello, sailor. It's full of the hip groovy cats the and a sailor. Bloody cool that with it. So much filth I can say now, now, but I'm not going to say. <laughs> introducing uh, the, the sailor time, Michael, actor Michael Craze. Michael Craze? Um, who, there's another link here to Annika Wills and Michael Goff. He's Is that just a funky surname, C R A D. Hey, Craze. <laughs> no, he um, starred in a film, an exploitation film in the, in the early 70s called Satan's Slave <laughs> with Michael Goff, who ended up in quite a few. If you want sort of dodgy, to move a horror hospital and research it for you, I'm more than willing to have a look. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I've actually seen it. Apparently, he was quite an overweight Michael Craze at that time as well. Are there ladies in there? There are lots of ladies yeah, in so it. Yeah, so research purposes, I said, I'll, uh, I'll yeah. look out for that. Yeah. 
Yeah, what a square. Hello, darling. Hello, all right. Hello, darling. All right. Go in, you spears. Oh, I think we've got a, a fight choreographed by William Shatner now. Here we go. We've got the funky music in the background. I should always remember the small faces, isn't that, Blum? So I just beat up Ronnie Lane. <laughs> It'd have been a bit more of an even fight size-wise. We are back in Bedford Square. And we're actually going to number 41, Bedford Square. How the devil do you know that? Because it says so on the said so on the door. Yeah. <laughs> But interestingly, topical to our position at the moment in this country, there's been a lot of stuff about super injunctions and a certain footballer. Ah. And, uh, well, they've done it in that building. That address, 41 Bedford Square, is in the address of the footballer's solicitors. Disgusting. I see. There we are. <coughs> and that's probably pretty much what... Like, well, it <laughs> looks like inside <laughs> right now, actually. Yes. From... <laughs> ah... Actor here, William Mervyn. The other chap looks very officious. Yes. No, the guy speaking there, he was the... Um, Captain Peacock. Chief Inspector in the Blue Lamp. Ah. Through right, forerunner of Dixon of Doc Green for the, our older listeners. And he's in a few carry-on films as well. And Rallon Hotkirk Deceased. Ah. And wasn't he... I think he was also the kindly... The kindly old gentleman in The Railway Children as well. So he's one of those character actors. You just you just in loads of things, but you can never actually place his name at all. But there you are, William Mervin. You could do a Telstar joke now, Tony, if you want. <laughs> you were slightly uptake there, weren't you? Damn, I should have been more prepared. So talking about suppressing the truth in there, in the offices of that. It's definitely <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, how topical this is. Oh, this is preposterous. Poppycock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, too late. Too late. That eccentric old fool. This one is smaller. <laughs> For my monocle, it looks bigger. <laughs> Who the devil is it? I feel totally plug yet. <laughs> now, a little interesting fact about um, Major Green here. He, Alan Curtis, he was the MC, he was the MCC's announcer at Lord's Cricket Ground yeah. for for a long time. Oh, for the fact you know Paul, we have cricket man, yeah. and he's in two Carry On films. Oh, that's a shame. Yet more actors in Carry On films. Is there another dead Carry On actor? Is it? 
Actually, no, I think um, Alan Kurt is actually still alive. 97 years old, but he's, he's, he's still, still alive, alive, I believe. What about the Peter Vaughan look like? Is he still around? <laughs> I don't know, actually. So he's actually 81. 81, there you go. That's how he looks like. He looks like that chap that was in... Um... Someone's playing a stylophone very badly there. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a chap... So if he could have played Telstar, it'd be... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, uh, the missing episode, the one that went all wrong. Looks like that guy's with the... Um... Oh, no, the first episode. What was the one with the Egyptologists and all that sort of caper? Is that the first oh, one? Pyramids of Mars. Pyramids of Mars. Mars. Our first he does, podcast. He does actually do the same thing when he's taken control of as well. Yeah, <laughs> here he goes. It's the stock Doctor Who thing. Yeah. When you're being mind controlled, fists to head. Fists to head. <laughs> and it, to about turn. Will it do his bidding? Yeah. Walk towards slowly. your new master. Ah, back to the and back to the hip groovy scene. Hey, Tone. There's a whole scene going on here. <laughs> Have they actually done anything yet? <laughs> Have they drunk anything? They keep saying at the bars, no drinks or. Uh, but there is a sugar dispenser there. Oh, interesting. I someone's dead in the background. Oh, hey, what's this? It's why has he come to the bar with drinks? Why do we have to leave the bar to get drinks? <laughs> he went to the local milk bar. Hey, it was the 60s. It was the 60s. That's the thing happening. So here's the hip groovy cats and here's the stuffy old establishment. Yeah. Ooh. Boo. Squares. I will kill you all. <laughs> There's nothing mysterious about my my, my speech at all. Tell you what, they're all cool. Bow ties are cool. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. Mr Plumpton. Step outside for a fight. Come on. <laughs> Have a you, sir. Biff! Captain Peacock leaves the room. Yeah. And the postman's just says, I've got more. Clips accents of 1960s Britain. That's their first yes. meeting. Who's first meeting? That's their first meeting. Is there a bit of inconsistency in this? Well, he, some perhaps Votan and some say Wotan and let's call the whole thing off. Hmm. So do we. Yeah, I'm wondering now. I bet you are. Who's Wotan and oh, Zoltan was in Zoltan. Uh, Battle of the Planets. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Zoltar. Zoltar. So he just looks like Colton Brown of the FO, doesn't he? Intriguing. He's even got that kind of sort of that tropical suit on, isn't he? Oh, fist to head. Here we go. More than one mind, eh? Oh, yeah. What do you want? 
Information. If they find that effect in a bit, a bit more, actually, yeah. they to go down the time tunnel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just see how the music went oh, to yeah, that. See, mean, yeah, there's twirly, swirly bits. <laughs> Is that Ocean Finance? I'd like to consolidate my debts, please. <laughs> Suppose I can hear it in the funky club. <laughs> It wasn't funky then, son. It was groovy. Oh, sorry, groovy. Beg your pardon. Do, 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 do. here tonight. Small faces. <laughs> it's your agent. He <laughs> <laughs> says your, your contract's not being renewed. Which is I. Right. After the second episode, love, you won't be needed anymore, so stand down. So you don't need to be in front of the computer, is it? Yeah. No. See, it's the early days of modems and things, wasn't it? So it was quite dazed, actually. Not at all suspicious. Damn it, man. So Clive Sinclair? Who <laughs> <laughs> only had hair, of course. <laughs> you will build the C5. Well, a couple hundred pounds for a little electric car. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm the operator of my pocket calculator. The public will buy them in droves. <laughs> He says vote 10. But my spectrum says something different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, really? That's right. <laughs> and sell Jet Set Willy. <laughs> Manic Miner. I think he might be able to, you know. Oh no, Carlton Brown and the FOs there. Yeah. Just pull the plug out. Oh, was that too simple? Well, it worked. It works stop. in school reunion, didn't stop it? This evil. You're not going anywhere, mate. <clears throat> Damnation. Hang on. It's dragging me backwards. <laughs> Hang on. Some more... <laughs> We're going to get some more fists against temples. No, we're doing the funky gibbon by the looks of this. Yeah, I've taken my glasses off and retired. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I'm talking to you three there. Fists! Fists on against it! No, no, we've gone for open palms. Uh, That's method acting. Yeah, he's just an amateur, I think. (laughs) (laughs) 
blasted upstart. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Come, where are my glasses? <laughs> ah, that's when women were called birds. Silly tart. <laughs> Come here. Ah. I think there's mention about his clothes in a minute. Ah, well, if you can't beat them, join them. There we go. <laughs> I just noticed that line. Young people having fun. Didn't you hear that line? He looks like that disc jockey. <laughs> Jimmy Savile, in other words. <laughs> now then, now then. <laughs> Sorry, that just dates it. Fab gear. Nice. Chicks in here. Oh, young ladies with short skirts showing their thighs. Oh. You talking to us? Us again? <laughs> well, a special human. Special needs. Meet the gang, cause the boys are here. <laughs> Exit stage right. Is this Dodo coming in? <laughs> Secretary. Gopher. Leave after episode two. <laughs> it's almost like a face. A throat lozenge. <laughs> Someone give the midget a throat lozenge. It's all the same. Let him out. Oh dear. Doctor Who. Is it the only time it's meant to be? <gasps> there we are. Called. End of episode oh. one. Yep. So, what do you think so far, Tone? It's your first Hartnell, isn't it? It is. Interesting. Interesting. I was crazy. I was going to say that. Craze. Yes. <laughs> Well, there we are. Rather a slow well, start. Well, gets a credit. credit or he, all of his own. How about that? Oh, Kit Peddler. Kit Peddler. Very 60s name. It was him and Jerry Davis. Uh, it was him and Jerry Davis, the Cybermen. It was so. the who, wasn't it? He was a manager. <laughs> no idea, Tom. Well, there we go. End of episode one. We're back for episode two. With your own sound effects now, Tom. Yes. I quite like this effect, though, for well, my credits. Oh, yeah. It's time. When we get around to doing a McCoy episode, I shall vent my anger at the, at the opening titles. Doctor McCoy, not Doctor McCoy. Good heavens! What's the W's down? What's that? Voltan, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, Voltan. Oh, Voltan. It's German. That's oh, German. Isn't it? Damn that? swine! How, how do you vent your anger? Do you keep your lips tightly closed by a small little doy? Yeah. Not doy. Doy. Between the doll and the boy, there. I was going to say. <laughs> I don't know what you. I don't know what you get up to, mate. I'm Aphrodite. <laughs> of course. Mm, I'm looking for an action man. I'm a man of action. You're not in the theatre. You can't actually sort of move. Ooh. 
Arsenal have equalised. <laughs> In other words, the Sinclair C5. This is a particular favourite period of yours, Tone, sort of that, that, that Britain then of the, sort of the clipped accents and... Absolutely. ...gentlemen and, and uh, professors and ministers and... Pinnacle of technology and... Uh, you know. And the post office had a towel. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, no, totally did. That's it. Yeah. So did Oxo. <laughs> no, this is Zolt, Zoltar character. He's got a, got a voice, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, if he's so far advanced and everything, why don't he got a normal voice? Well, it's the 1960s depiction of talking computers, isn't it? Ah, right, right, right. futuristic capers. He said it as well! Do- he co- he- Doctor Who. He refers to him as Doctor Who. I thought he'd never been done before. So. It hadn't, this is the first time. Oh. This, this was the only time, isn't it? Yeah, the only time he's actually referred to as Doctor Who. Which is wrong. The party over. Damn. I've run out of funky music. Mind you, the, uh, it's not funky. The groovy. Get it right, it's groovy music. Yeah, there's enough creepy old men hanging outside. <laughs> Apples and pears. Job centre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Went to see my agent. Stupid cow. Oh, sorry. See, Tony's forgot how to do this podcast in Malarkey. He doesn't like to speak up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought he was picking it up anyway. No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the, um, the voice in there, Tony. You're coming across very, very quiet. Ah, I see. Yeah, that's better. So How's that? Enunciate. Act. Oh. <laughs> the lights, the grease paint. <laughs> the microphone. Yes. <laughs> the microphone too. God, how I love the business. I think a cane would go rather nice with that uh, outfit he's got on there. I'm sorry. Three mini Macs with chloroform. So there's nothing hiding in the, in the shadows. They're asking, shall we do it or not? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> the most Come polite on. abductors in the world. Hey, <laughs> Come on. Oh, blood. Oi, oi. And I'll pay you in buttons. Change of a quid. My God, our times have changed. Get that dirty old tramp out of here. <laughs> God bless you, Missy. <laughs> Where to, Governor? Hash pipe. <laughs> Doctor really got into that groovy scene. Where's the polite kidnappers? I 
I begin to wonder why there's a sailor walking around in full uniform in swinging London. There was no need for it then, really, unless he was moored up on the Thames somewhere, oh, I suppose. Been... But... Well, no, ship sailed, doesn't it? Where it's... from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to pick him up? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's shoved up a few bob. <laughs> <laughs> Been working in the stage production of Oliver. The <laughs> <laughs> no, dressing rooms are small. <laughs> that Jack Wilde was a little swine. Ah, uh, the old phone books in there as well. I remember that. That's when people could be trusted. You could leave things lying around, and people wouldn't nick them, vandalise them, or... all over them. Yeah. That's a scream studio, isn't it? It's the obvious change in uh, film oh, stock. Oh, it's the warehouse, isn't it? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the fact that this, this is the same day. That the it's the same day, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, they've got they've got all the equipment. They've hired the, <laughs> the warehouse. They've hypnotised all those men. You know, it's amazing. Now they're going to kill a tramp. They've manufactured all those parts. <laughs> the guy he just handed out those papers to. He was, I think he was inducted right through to Tom Baker. He always played like little bit parts. He always played a guard or someone got exterminated or something. I'll have to look up his name. Yeah. Not now, obviously. But... I say. What's going on here, then? Buster Mayfield in early row. <laughs> Is that just the same clip? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a podcast. See, <laughs> <laughs> so, nice near the microphone, hear him clearly. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's how it's done. Right, that's it. Bhutan. Who's the warehouse. <laughs> he's, got, he's got from the outer doors to the inner doors, and they've already built that. It's amazing. It is. <laughs> it's brilliant, isn't it? Acting. Oh dear, I'm going to be destroyed. Still, it beats sleeping rough. I've got a Sinclair, the boat's up the Sinclair <laughs> I'm going to let him borrow that and drive off on it. We're going to daff you over, Grandad. No, you're not, you're a tramp. <laughs> Easily bamboozled by an old sozzled tramp. 
the all spittle. It's just a collection of electronic components that means absolutely nothing. Very sprightly for an old chap. Yeah. Now, Tony, have you noticed the change in the film stock here? Um, this, yeah. <laughs> so they built that already. <laughs> they just want They wasn't chasing that tramp. No, I'm sorry. How can that? Oh, they wouldn't report on tramps hmm. for a start. And, and how comes it's made the next day's paper? I've only got a picture of them as well. well exactly. But whilst alive. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> very odd. But not only that, is they've only just met yesterday or whatever. Yeah, this is yeah. the next morning. He's staying at his house and he only just introduced him. Uh, <laughs> He's very familiar with people, doesn't he? It's the establishment, you see. <laughs> One of my servants has resigned and I can't get my breakfast. He'd make a good butler, wouldn't he, old uh, William Hartnell? The wrinkled retainer. (laughs) What, someone's going to be missing for two hours? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Has he fluffed any lines yet? I haven't actually noticed. Has Hartnell fluffed any lines? Oh, right, because he sort of senile towards the end, wasn't he? He was quite ill towards the end, that's why he sort of... Is this one of his last episodes, then? More or less, yeah, there wasn't too many... I think it's this, The Smugglers, and then The Tenth Planet after this, wasn't it? Yeah. Make the tea. <laughs> Pour this coffee. Yes, slip of a girl. Here's another one. You can stir my tea for me. Very well, thank you. <laughs> I've got over the fact I'm losing my job. <laughs> I think she, she's had a mind meld, isn't she? Mind meld. <laughs> this isn't Star Trek. Yeah, <laughs> isn't she? Yeah, 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 yeah. All the others are all stuffy and boring and serious. But she's all zippy and hey and you know laughing and jokey after she. Well, you see, it's just to trick the doctor. You see. Uh, I see. The others should be all laughing and you know. Yeah. Damn it! It's not right. No, it's not right. Ah. Hypnotise him over the phone, you see, you little trickster dodo. Were these always filmed live back back then? No, I don't think they were, but they could only go for like one take because the studio time was sort of very, very tight. Yeah. Trying to sell me some double glazing. If you can load up Chucky Egg, make sure you've got the volume level up right. It won't load. Oh, I remember that one. <laughs> it's got a hot ear. My lines! I've forgotten my lines! <laughs> oh. 
Even under control, Dodo's thick, isn't she? No wonder she was written out. Then I forgot my lines. Yeah. So we've all gone very quiet, so we've got into the scene here, actually. <laughs> yeah. It was actually quite... I don't think well, any of us could compete with that. <laughs> no, no, that's it. I mean, I'm actually in tears. And I'm, yeah. So I'm moving. Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. Is it gin? Alka-Seltzer. No, definitely gin. Yeah. Oh, vodka. <laughs> Stripper. Shane Ritchie? <laughs> Dodo. Dodo does. I'm here. Say that when you're drunk. <laughs> oh, I must tell everyone at home, we are actually drinking as well. Oh, yeah. It's always best to be uh, yeah. have a few beers when you're watching this. <laughs> and written out. <laughs> I'm an annoying character. So they've just got a different assistant. Yes. <laughs> You'll be written out. <laughs> You're very good, aren't you? He's very good. You will now eat an onion and think it's an apple. <laughs> what would you like me to do? <laughs> For the next 30 years. Yes. Just having her put down, aren't they? <laughs> we sent her away to a house in the country. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. She's gone to live on a farm. <laughs> yes. She'd be happy there, running around in the fields, <laughs> along with that guinea pig you had when you were a child. Ah, uh, Mr. Snuggles. Remember how he released the goldfish back into the sea through the toilet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew someone done that to gerbils once. Many years ago, I, I, I just, I just thinking that it's a, it was the transit shed. They probably did have transit sheds. They're not depots. It probably was just a shed back then. Battersea Palace. I think it is. I think it is, mate. Man alive. 
Where's this being manufactured? Well, a van. It's Bedford. Come on, come And here we go. It's, it's the uh, built next morning. Yes, yes. This really is. This is the new Daleks. Well, Craig Charles be uh, popping up any second now. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. Oh, nine, K9. Number nine. K9 is dead. I mean, this is the most useless thing ever created. <clears throat> the first victim, is it? The major? Oh, no, oh, no, no. 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 It's Danny Thompson's decathlon now. Yeah. What's <laughs> <laughs> that noise? Huh? Machine code, I think they call that. Oh, you're getting good at this, aren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And now, you're listening. Actually, go to, go to your right a little bit, because that's where we're firing. <laughs> yes. Well, I think he's going to die, actually. Yeah. We've missed. Oh, there he goes. Yeah, he's about <laughs> five foot away and he falls over dead. <coughs> there we go. Pretty lethal, that uh, fire extinguisher, isn't it? Doctor. <laughs> Why did they have to walk over there to speak to him? That's... <laughs> Asthma pumps around then. The what, sorry? Asthma pumps around then. <laughs> His dosage. Uh, the, yeah, you know, Sir Clive, the processing power of a ZX80. <laughs> hey! <laughs> back into shot to speak! <laughs> <laughs> Now, having been there, when he said there's something evil happening at Brett's office, yeah, why does she go? She was there when he, when he said it. Yeah, that there's a lot of things don't make sense in this. Uh... Uh, farm buried, farm. In the, buried in the garden. <laughs> yeah, under the patio, <laughs> next to Fluffy. <laughs> He was asleep under it. Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> See a figurine of the uh, the doctor in the background there on, on, on the shelf. See it just behind his head. Hang on, where? Where? Just behind his head. If he moves out, it's the, way, the doctor's then. head. You're looking at, Tony. Yeah, I know that, but there's a figurine of him in the background. See it? There he is. <laughs> yeah. You've seen how I can handle myself, Governor. Ah, uh, Covent Garden. Get your apples, lovely apples. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't got someone shouting that in the background. Just for, just for effects. 
From Japan. Violets, lovely violets. Oh, is that the, the nightclub called Inferno? It yeah, is, the, yeah. Oh, it's, it's the hottest place it's in the town. Hottest place yeah, hey. Hey. yeah, we're cooking. Comment there, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told not to. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of Robot Wars. <laughs> oh dear. A useless bloody thing ever. I think it saw you. Are the doors big enough for this um, evil war machine to get out? You'll see in a minute, Tony. Don't need no doors. So it just crashes straight Exactly. Through. He don't need no doors. It's still number nine. <laughs> Being pulled on by ropes. And here we go with the film quality again. Yes, I was going to say earlier, it's because this was one of, believed to be one of the oh, missing... Number three, missing now. S- number three, there we go. It's number nine. There we go. Now it's number three. Back to number nine. This is believed one to be one of the missing episodes... Was it? And they found bits and pieces from different sort and cobbled it together, hence the different ah, quality. film quality. Oh, and number three. Oh, Perhaps there's two of them rolling around. No, there's only one at the moment. There we go. And can't see the number oh, on that one. That's uh, Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, knocking the uh, what's the number three? How did they ever think this could replace the Daleks? Like the Mechanoids was the other one as well, wasn't it? <gasps> and that, Tony, is the last you see of Dodo. Was it? You don't see it because her contract ran out midway through the story. Really? Yeah, and it wasn't renewed. <laughs> was it? Literally, was that she, bad? she went off to the country and yeah. that's it. So, was it because she was that bad? So, Tony, you're, the little task we're going to set you... Is to um, track down the farm. Well, I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you when part three starts. Actually, so uh, we'll see. So Sounds we should nice. be back for part three. And here we go, episode three. Right now, tongue. As I was saying, um, the challenge. The challenge. There's been no sort of backstory to what happened to Dodo afterwards. Right. Right. So, and one of the. People have come up with their own theories of what actually happened to her. And one of them was she died of syphilis, right? Which, which is going around, around the uh, round fandom. So, my challenge to you is to come up with a more, a better ending. What happened to Dodo after she left the Doctor? Ah, right. So, yeah. so when we finish the story yeah. after episode four, you've got to come up with or give us your what happened to Dodo. I'm sure I can do. So. Yes. Okay. Sorry, that is just awful. Number nine, number three. You used to have long recaps, didn't they? I already know what happened to her. No, not yet. Save it till last. You've got to save it till later. Long and convoluted would be good, actually. As long as I I don't forget it. Yeah. Now, another 
Another, fa- another fact for you about Michael Craze, actually. Now, I don't know if it's actually true or not, so I'm, I'm going to say it's... Mate, it's, it's, if someone could, oh, yeah. could actually uh, disprove this so-called fact or not, Michael Crowe's actually considered for the role of Krelper in the Caves of Androzani, which is a Peter Davison story. And John Nathan Turner vetoed it. Who's John Nathan Turner? He was the producer of Doctor Who at the time. Which I must admit was pretty unlike him, because he liked referencing actors, and he, he, he brought back um, Jacqueline Hill for um, oh, Megalos. Could I scribble so, some notes for my ideas of what happened to Dodo? There you go, the rustle of paper. That's it. Click of the pen. No, Tone, look, you missed it. Polly's been taken over. Has she? Apparently she had roles in the Avengers and the Strange Report as well. Hmm. Is he looking off camera to his lines there? He looked a bit... It does look like he keeps looking down to a cue card. Oh, so Tone's formulate his ideas. Pardon us while he goes quiet. Probably now he's not watching. He's not watching. Watch it, Tone. Watch it. It's all coming thick and fast. I think there's a good fight scene coming up now, Tone. Oh, good. Dash it all. Who needs is a Panama hat? That... You're not going anywhere, mate. The big <laughs> six-foot bloke in the club, he dispatched no problem. Exactly, he couldn't <laughs> fight. He couldn't take on a girl. He's a gent, you see. You wouldn't hit a woman. He didn't fit in the rest of uh, the males of the 1960s then, did he? <laughs> or allegedly her husband. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, he's dead. <laughs> but she isn't, so she might contest that. No. It was, it, was, it was volatile, wasn't it, their marriage? Volatile. Man, if that young man go for his own. Yeah, you're impossible to do it, oh boy. You right there, Tom? Yes, indeed. Good stuff. When do you want to hear this story? After At the end. Oh. At the end. <laughs> I assume it's suitably outlandish, and of course. Uh, of course. Don't expect anything less. So the thing is, dear listeners, that that that, that Tony's been itching to to li- unleash his comedy stylings oh, on this oh. podcast. So. <laughs> this is going to make or break him, folks. Who's <laughs> the little ball bloke at the back there? <laughs> He's going to tango someone in a bit. <laughs> Probably his old Brian. What's his face? Um, yeah, the northern chap. Oh, uh, uh, Brian Glover. That's the fellow. Though he did appear in Doctor Who later on. Yeah, 
You done? Done. Good stuff. We wait with bated breath. But they don't actually convert him, do they? They just sort of... Yeah. It, it just works now. And... I'm not leaving yet. <laughs> All prisoners work. Geneva Convention. <laughs> No officers will work. Yeah. <laughs> and the post office tower. Surely they're protected under the shadow proclamation. And they're <laughs> yeah. Ooh, dropping a bit of home mythology in there, Tone. Uh, <laughs> you're learning, you're learning. People puffing on their pipes now saying, Imposter! <laughs> Damnation! <laughs> That's the thing, there's loads of ministers and professors, and not one of them's puffed on a pipe yet. Oh, right. There's no smoking ban back then either, was he? No, everyone smoked quite freely. That's right. Oh, lung cancer, anyone? Who are you talking to? So, so if that goes back any more class, so it's back his nose, right? Blue <laughs> Van Cleave appears in next. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was sharing. They were staying right next to each other for a start. Faster, you dogs. There's a bit of a wrestle now, oh, Brian. Yeah. I don't know where you make contact there to make them drop like that. Yeah, so and then conveniently roll over yeah. for them. <laughs> I, I don't you see what was actually sort of productive about that. You actually knock out one of your workers who was slacking a little bit. So now you're less one worker. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a warning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the ancient it worked for the ancient Egyptians, I just want to know how this handful of people can build enough war machines with hay, I can see in the background there. So what are they feeding them on? <laughs> little little pit ponies inside the machines. That's what it is. <laughs> no electronics in there at all. It's Mr. Ed. It's just an outer attack. Or the women's trophy from Wimbledon. <laughs> I'll just remember I've seen that ball bloke before. Yeah. Episode of the Young Ones. It's the one with uh, Madness Play Out. How's that fight start? It was um, not a uh, sick. Who? The episode sick. Oh right, right, right. You know, I think when Neil sneezes out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it hits him on the back of the head. Oh, and he's the one who throws the brick at the window at the woman who's now leaning out to see what's going on. Ah. Oh, she's caught sight of her husband. Since it's in the position. <laughs> oh! Uh, no, we did say uh, no filth. No uh, filth. We did say that. I've been told off many times before. It's a family show. Yeah. 
Ala presnaamak. Ben's off, he's put his coat on. If you were in a hurry, wouldn't you just leave your coat behind, really? He's also done it up, done the belt up. I don't know, it's probably, it's, again, it's his Navy issue, he probably gets ah, <laughs> marshalled if he hasn't got his yeah. coat. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's escaped. Damn, what do I say next? Um, uh... So, basically, for the last episode and a half, the Doctor has done sweet Fanny Adams. He said absolutely nothing. Mm, I know. Oh, I was having that genius swigging the other day. <laughs> Kind of waiting for a Hartnell line fluff. I think Van Morrison's one of them as well. Oh, that's bloody <laughs> that is awful. I'm sorry, I do apologise for that. It does look like Michael Crazy's reading his lines off camera. It... Oh, he's got a clipboard, it's a nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I'm blonde. I'm dizzy and I, I don't know if I'm a I'm a woman. I, I, girl. I don't know these things. <laughs> I know about kittens and crochet and... You have no friends. <laughs> we could have still played Spot the Band for this, couldn't we? Spent them, the alarm. Who's going to remember the alarm? Oh, I like that game. Man. Is this all this podcast is going to descend into? (laughs) Spot the band. Spot the band. Police. Police. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would trust the man I met just five minutes ago. <laughs> them again. Them, them. <laughs> Tomorrow, uh-huh. Steve Howe. Oh dear, that's even, obscure. Even that's obscure, that's obscure blimey. Yes, I dig deep. Come on, fluffy lines. But I think we're in dire straits at the moment. <laughs> ah. Fluffy lines, come on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, don't want to smash up the ZX80, do we? What is ZX3 or 9, really? (laughs) (laughs) Prototype. 
Right. No, I, th- I think this is the... Ep- I'm quite right in thinking, Tone, that there is a special guest star. Oh. Appear- I think it's this episode they appear in. Special guest star. I do special like guest star. This guest produced by Quinn Martin. By <laughs> <laughs> it's a non-speaking role. Oh. I'm quite sure it's this episode. So imagine the Queen, isn't it? <clears throat> Civilians? Oh yes, dispensable. Right, oh. So that's um. So all the police and the army will know exactly where to go. It's somewhere in the Covent Garden area. <coughs> right, please let it be now. Same truck again. <laughs> yep. Like the special guest star. There, there he was there. Was it Mike Baldwin? The first name's right. Oh, the first name's right. No, That's no. same truck again. Right. Does he appear again? He does. It might not be the episode we this episode you get a big close up of his face, but but when you get, do get a close, I'm gonna I'm gonna tip you off, Tone. Oh. There he is in the background. I'll pull off the chair then. There he is. But I shall give you the signal. Quite a mess we've appeared in. So. I was just thinking this is very much like quite a mess, quite a mess experiment actually. Uh, yeah. Just this deployment of the army, but the rest of it is nothing like quite a mass experiment. But. Oh, right. <laughs> you do realise when you're muttering, it does come out on the, on the microphone. When you apologise for making noises. It's <laughs> 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 a rough and ready broadcast. You know, these things Ramshackle. Ramshackle. That's Ramshackle. Has a... this chap appeared yet? He'll, he'll, he's, he comes back. I don't know if he pops up now or not, but uh... so did that major at the background have a massive moustache? Yes, he did, didn't he? I thought so. Massive moustache. There he is. Look, look, it's General Melchett. Both of them are like. Stop Black the That's all the work they do. He's playing majors <laughs> and corporals or whatever. I think we've got another Shatner-style fight coming up now. So, uh, clearly this, this Mike chap who's uh, more famous later on now, I suppose. Oh, yes. Mike Yarwood. No. Just wait. Just wait till he appears. As I told you, Tone, I, I will tip you the wink. You might be hiding behind those boxes there. Yeah. <clears throat> Fire! It just gets really... I don't know what the hell goes on there. There's so much smoke, flying boxes and... 
Well, so and fences. Thought, I thought it was full Torino would be bursting through there. But, uh, I don't know. See the boxes and yeah. Yeah, yeah. Always bad jokes when you have to explain them. <laughs> Word of warning, kids. Don't do bad jokes, kids. Stay away from them. Just say no. Right, here we go. Some more. He died earlier on that bloke. Yeah, he was karate chopped to the neck and rolled away by a war machine. It's the <laughs> what does that do? It does nothing. It's rubbish. This is the most confusing scene I've ever, ever watched. More boxes. Are the boxes actually joining in with a fight, or are they just? <laughs> oh, number three's back. <laughs> Yes, and what are we looking at exactly? Oh, it's about Dodo oh, again. Boxes. Was she in any, any? Was he just in this particular um, series? No, episodes? Was she in anything else? Before? No, no, she was in pre previous Doctor pre- episode, yeah. but nothing else before this was her first acting job. Ah, and last, obviously. Yeah. No, I did read something. She actually became an, an agent. agent. Yeah, she was an agent for Janet Fielding. Yeah. Ah. And if you don't know Janet Fielding, do you know Janet Fielding this time? Uh, was she in Blue Peter, was she? No. <laughs> she was Tegan, Doctor Who. Ah. Oh, dear. He he's, does need some educating, doesn't he? You'll remember her from our lost episode. Yes. Ah, the lost episode. The lost oh, episode. Well, well, yeah. yeah. Oh, fine young filly, I recall. So what are they doing at the back? Look, he's doing nothing. They just pretend to fight and struggle. There's nothing happening there. Has Mr. Soon to be famous come up yet? Not yet. Might be more of him in... That is oh, one moustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send the chaps over the top. She also represented Tom, Tom Baker. Baker. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I... I didn't want to say anything in case I'd come across a bit foolish, but I did think it was Tom Baker as well. Fenella Fielding, you say? Fenella Fielding. <laughs> and uh, Richard Baker. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't see what's happening. It's just... And he just does that and <laughs> nothing. Yeah, and that. I think there's a lesson there to all budding filmmakers. Um, if you don't know how to choreograph a fight scene, don't bother. Michael Crawford. No. <laughs> Although it wasn't quite a bit of that they had to redo to make up the time. I think there was actually, yeah. With bits that was missing. Bits that were missing, yeah, that just filling with anything really. Oh, changing that's a nice crystal clear picture there. That is I can't get over that moustache, it's huge. <laughs> Now, I think you get, you get a better view in episode four time. Yeah. Sorry. Why didn't he set fire to anything else inside the building when it was uh, unleashing its... Uh... There he is again. He played a different character earlier on. He played one of the bad guys. <laughs> Staff cutbacks.
Now, ma'am. I'm a minister from the government. <laughs> Where's Brigadier Fortescue Smythe? Is he in the background there somewhere? He's he, he's there. He's still there. <laughs> there he is. He's still there. Good heavens. Welcome to... Damned hippies. There he is. He's, oh, there a, he is. That's a famous one. Yeah. I know uh, Wolfie Smith, is it? No. <laughs> you get a better, you get a clearer view later on. As I say, I shall <coughs> give you a massive cue. Ah. The jamming. I'd be like jamming too. I'd <laughs> be like jamming. Yeah, the jam, there you are. <laughs> and a Bob Marley song in there as well. I've been listening that carefully, all these bands. I don't think this particular person was actually using any of the studio footage. He was only in the uh, outdoor footage. That's it, Doctor. Stand your ground. Yes. What happens now? Mm-hmm. Well, when can I do my story? Not, not until after the last episode. Oh, last episode, right? Is there one more left? Is there? Yes. Ah. Well, I think so. Yes. I've, we keep saying it's a four, four part, so we could be wrong. Very, very strange ending to that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So next week, Doctor Who starts on a new adventure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just lost the last episode. <laughs> actually, there is a DVD box set of episodes just like that, actually. Okay. We shall return for episode four. <clears throat> Here we go. Episode four. For our listeners in France, numero uno. What? That's the first thing I know that. <laughs> Uno's Italian. I oh, know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit surreal humour there. Come on. No, you were just wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know what I was doing. I'm glad you did. Episode four. Right, here we go. A very, very long. Long intro. And a completely different Doctor, camera angle. No, definitely William Hartnell. No, no, different camera angle as well. It's completely different to how the other episode ended. I've noticed that a lot with the William Hartnell episodes, the, where it picked up the following week. It was different. Look, none of them were there before. <laughs> Don't be a fool, Doctor. And how did he know that? What was advancing? Was it number nine or number three before? Three. Three was it, advancing. It was number three. I've kept it right this time. Right, that's that sound. And oh. relax. <laughs> it's the war machine whisperer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how does he do it? Kenneth Kendall speaking.
will love a duck. Why is no one smoking? <laughs> Sorry, I, I'll keep thinking of Derek and Clive when I see Kenneth Kendall. I'm not going to say what they say. No, exactly, it's a family broadcast. Exactly. And he's just given me the clue. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yes, yes, yes. Radio 4. Treasure hunt time. Hey? Treasure hunt. Was it? Yes. Mm. Oh, right, I thought it was I'm sorry. Oh, no, I thought I forgot someone else, didn't I? Peter Glaze. Peter Glaze. Is he another minister? He is indeed. Oh. Can't you tell there's another stuffed shirt on the set there? The minister for Don McLean's going to come machine. in a minute. Chinless wonder speaking. Looks a bit like Paul Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, the old army uh, RC gear. Blimey. That's number nine again. There he is. Actually, is that the first bit of music? I've just noticed there's no score to this at all, is there? Um, I think I actually, if I remember right, there was no score written. There was no time to actually write a score for this oh, really? story. There's no music. It's been your bit of dramatic sound when they've gone on to close up of the top of the tower. And all yeah, that sort of but stuff. there's no. What he dropped there was the TARDIS key. Oh, was it? Yeah. Right. Was he meant to do that? Yeah, it's part of the part of the palot. Ah. So don't they have Dodo's key? Well, that's what I thought. Find out. We'll find out later. Yeah. Cracker Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Knock over the Baker Light radios. <clears throat> I can tell Tony you're really into this. Uh, well, I thought he just, I thought he just, I thought he disabled him. No, no it's, just, another it's another one. This is number nine, yeah. as opposed to number three. Ah. I told no, you, this is great because number nine. Yeah. <laughs> Destroy the Baker Light radios. See, told you. <laughs> I don't think they need any uh, any control anymore. That's it.
Here, have a Cracker Jack pencil and pen. That's Carlton Brown, the FO. Who's a famous bloke? No, he's coming later. Actually, that sergeant I've seen somewhere before as well. Probably the Sweeney or something like that. <laughs> Excuse us while Tony blows his nose. <laughs> oh, I don't know where that come from. We said we were ramshackle, and we're living up to that image. <coughs> oh, yes, we yes, sure. I thought that was Peter Woods, the newsreader there, actually. That the chap with the big ears, Peter Woods, with the bald head and uh, big ears. It was that. You remember that that. Um... He was the young ones, I say. Well, he was one of those sort of comedy programs, wasn't he? Uh, no, he was um, more common wise when they did South Pacific. He comes on right at the very end. Yeah. Who am I thinking of him? Ugly looking bloke with a uh, bald head. Really, yeah. There's lots of Gordon Honeycomb? No, not when you. What are you sweating for? <laughs> Toby Ale, you see how Toby Ale. Shaving dairy. The shaving dairy. So she's Dwight Wiley, a, a real newsreader. First black radio announcer. Speak up, Paul. Speak Sorry, up. It was the first black radio announcer employed by the BBC. Great. Um, and also, must point out they were actually looking at a painted radio on the wall. That was <laughs> that was shelving unit and radio was actually painted. It was a backdrop they were looking. at. They couldn't even afford a real radio, and they got one there. Line fluff, line fluff, there we are. What happened there? What did he say? Just messed his lines up. <laughs> Was it a tandem then? Because they just sort of left it behind <laughs> that couple, didn't they? How? See, Tony, after four episodes, Tony still hasn't got used to the fact you have to speak up! (laughs) 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 Oh, nearly went there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kickstart this C five. 
Oh. Damn hippies. <coughs> oh dear. Have a drink, son. Have some more beer, go on. <laughs> Cheers, everyone at home. Cheers. Cheers. The bloke at the back in the of white course. coat. The bloke at the back in the white coat. He was um, in Return of the Jedi. He was one of Emperor Palpatine. Didn't speak. He's one of his one of Emperor Palpatine's um, advisors. Obviously, by very old looking and gaunt and everything. And there is Wallop. Wallop. Let's get it now, Tom. Is that the famous man? Yes. Winkle. Oh, Mike Reed. Yeah, he's got it at last. <laughs> <laughs> Guns. Setting up an unlicensed boxing match. No, There's a box of matches there. Why is no one smoking? There it is, look. Have a fag. <laughs> like your pipe. Anything. It's the 60s. Go on. Have yep. fun. <laughs> I suspect this show has been... been sponsored so by the tobacco <laughs> magnet. <laughs> <laughs> Read. I think you do get a decent close up in it. Here we go. <laughs> Coming down the hill because it probably can't go up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hasn't got the power to go up. Ricky! Was he there? Was he? Oh, I missed him again. Oh, the alarm again. You're not giving up on your bands, no. are you? Oh, no. no. Come out fighting. <laughs> Don't you get to see his face again, actually. A one, a two. Do. A 
actually for overseas listeners, I'm not I'm not going to explain Peter Glaze or Cracker Jack. Just 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 look it up. Look it up on Google. It wouldn't have hit you anyway. <laughs> We're all getting into it now. Yes. Uh, Tense moment. Is he pumping it up? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Go, Lummy, he's going, you got to have done it. <laughs> I think the word perishing might be used as well. <laughs> Gets him through the ropes, he just dances around the ring in his robes. <laughs> I turned it off. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and have done since Ever since it started, yeah. Hi, bad American accents here. There's Emperor Palpatine's assistant again now. He's like, <laughs> they keep reusing the extras. Oh, this really was on a budget, wasn't it? There we go, he's got to present double or drop. Four cabbages. Yes. <laughs> Test on this human guinea pig here. <laughs> Ole! He's going to whip his cloak off. And, <laughs> and there's Emperor Palpatine's assistant at the back. He's left the news desk. Is there again? Yeah, there he is again. <laughs> it's the attack of the clones. <laughs> hey, there you go. I'm going to say, it might be a reference for a future episode. <laughs> got in there before me. Damn. So this is William Hartnell's Doctor's ruthless side again. He sent he sent off on a, on a bad rear projection off to, off to the post office tower, and basically, if anyone's in the way, they die. That's what William Hartnell's Doctor was like. Yeah. Let's go for a pint. <laughs> Pipe. <laughs> What are you shouting for? Right. Did anyone get that? No. No, no I didn't. That's from Connect Four, isn't it? That's, uh... <laughs> I did it. What? <laughs> four in a line. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. That's coming back through those arches. Yeah. He's getting a crack on there, isn't it? 
speeding up filming it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and now Peter Glaze will now do his rendition of I'm, I'm making plans for Nigel. <laughs> That's the only one I can remember from Cracker Jack. It was oh, they did Ashes to Ashes as well. They did, didn't they? Yeah. But they couldn't say junkie. What did they say? What did they replace it with? Cheeky monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, that's classic. Which is why I remember it rather than. Well, it's only what I can remember from Cracker Jack is making plans for Nigel, but cheeky monkey. Well, Peter Glaze and the other fellow used to sing. Used to sing they the used song. to get together at the end. Is Ed Stewart, Jan Hunt, Peter Glaze, and Don McLean they used to sing a, a, a pop hit of the day, didn't mm. they? What was in the week? And uh, yeah, <laughs> cheeky monkey. That's I can't get over that. That's brilliant. I'm going for a ride. <laughs> Try to ride one of his own C5s. <laughs> oh dear, that's he's gone. That's Mr. Professor Plumpton gone. The death of Clive Sinclair. <laughs> oh, flash. Is that the Alan Sugar machine that came in? <laughs> and obviously said you're fired. <laughs> it's the, the Amstrad war machine came in. What do I do here? Who the devil am I? Clive. Plumpton. Damn, I didn't manage to kill them all. It's interesting how small that lift is, considering the machine's just got out. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Huzzah! Who's graffitied over that, uh, over Wotan there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So he's waiting for Dodo. Just that they've, they've scrubbed off the St John's Ambulance badge off the door there. That prop was looking really battered, wasn't it? Hip groovy gear. Yeah, this is it. This is how Dido leaves. And that's that. That was the last you ever hear of Dodo. (coughs) Until the end of this episode. Not yet. Not yet, Tone. I have to hold you back here. You can't (laughs) wait, can you? (coughs) Goodbye, goodbye, man.
Oh, so have you now. Oh dear, you could have warned us again, Tom. Oh dear. Look how wonky the light is on top of that TARDIS here. And there you go, Tone. Right. No, not yet. No. Not yet, Tone. Wait. Wait. Savour the moment. Okay. Savour the moment. So there we go, folks. That's that's the end of our uh, our supposed audio commentary. <laughs> so even Votan doesn't get a credit get, at the end of that. that. No. Perhaps his contract was up as well. It, maybe it was. Maybe it was. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, there we have it, folks. There we have it. So, Tony... Yeah. Now is your chance. Now is your chance to let us know what happened. What really happened. What really happened to Dodo. to Dodo. Well, Dodo popped out for an evening paper. It was quite strange this morning. Yes, right. anyway, yes, yes, yes. Popped out for an evening paper, and she bumped into Jerry Spencer out of Fleetwood Mac. All right, okay, yeah. Who, sometime in 1970s, invented a time machine. <laughs> right. Right. In the Children of God compound. And slid back into the past to brain lauder Dondo's mind. To what? Brainwash, you see, or brain launder. Brain launder? Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so uh, Dodo then joins said controversial commune. Right. Okay, only to be forced out in 1978 over an incident involving a lost chair. <laughs> Frustrated at her rejection from the compound, Dodo then becomes a man... And is now under the assumed name of Albert Ross. <laughs> and he lives happily in Worthing with his partner, Alistair. <laughs> well, there you are. There you go. That's what really happened. That's what really happened to Dodo. There you are, you yeah. see. It's better than, better than catching syphilis, I think, actually. Yeah. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, I think... I thought we could leave it there, actually. I don't think there's anything else to say. So, I don't think there's anything else to say. No, indeed not. Another yeah, mystery solved. There you go. Fantastic wow. stuff. And actually, Tone did actually write that as we were watching the episode. It wasn't pre-planned or anything. He actually just did write that there and then. You see. Yeah. So he's been itching to free-form and improvise a little bit more. Yes. So, do you feel happy now? I feel a lot better. Oh, good Thank stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Mike okay. Green was in that episode, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I saw him. You didn't, did you? Oh, I did. No, you didn't. No, you were very slightly uptight. I thought you would have caught him. No. Oh, dear. Before oh. he was a DJ, obviously. What? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Could you explain that one to me? Because I don't actually know There's that two one. two Mike Reeds, man. Come on. Yeah, I know, but I didn't quite... Because one like, just tries to be like Cliff Richard. That's him. <laughs> That's what I'm on about. Yeah, but I see. I, I couldn't actually see the two. Oh, never mind. It doesn't ah. matter. It doesn't matter. No, because every time I think of Mike Reed the DJ, I think of Cliff Richard. They both play tennis. They both talk the same. Both wear glasses. Same haircut. Maybe the one and the same. Oh, oh, that's too scary. It is. Oh dear. So anyway, um, that's that for the Euro Country for this month. Hopefully tomorrow we will be back with. More block rocking beats? Yeah, yes. 
<laughs> now we'll be back with our review of the Almost People. So we're, we're a little bit behind on our review this week, um, but uh, then it needs to say I think we'll both myself and Tony won't be joining us again. But it will be. I think well, he, me, might, he, he might. The, the, the offer is always, always there. Always there. I've, I've got headphones now, you know. Yes. I can use at home. Yeah. Um, He's only just got to watch the program. That's the only problem. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yes. So, which is, isn't likely to happen anytime soon, really, is it? No, it's not, no. Okay, then. Do. Yes, you might do. Well, so, anyway, thank you for that. The world needed that tone. So, anyway. Um, it's what the world's been waiting for. Oh, yes. yes. And there's more where that came from. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, that wraps it up for this particular um, episode. So, it is goodbye from me, Phil. Goodbye from me, Paul. And goodbye from me, Tony. Goodbye. If you want to leave any feedback about the Who's Eat podcast or about Doctor Who in general, please go to our website, which is www.whos-he.co.uk.